0: Welcome to the Tej Talks podcast. Forget the property celebrities. We speak to relatable people with fascinating journeys just like you. Hosted by Tej Singh, we bring you new stories, life changing deals, and expert advice every week. Welcome, everyone, to the Tej Talks show. Now, I am going to talk today about how I manage 12 Tenancies, I think about 15 or 16 tenants on that, about 150 miles away. Now, yes, I self manage. You might be thinking, hold on a minute, Ted, you're a property investor. You shouldn't be self managing, you should be finding deals and making money and all the other stuff and leveraging your time. I agree. As a, as a form of an introduction, let me say that when you get £50 a month extra per property in buy-to-let land, £50 a month times 12 per month, times 12 per year, right? That's a lot of Nando's. That's a lot of pasta from Whole Foods. Yeah, we're at that level <laughs> with that extra income. And then when I talk about shortly how little time I spend doing it kind of makes it worth it. So look, managing with an agent, a lot of people are fearful of managing tenants themselves. Now I don't know whether it's the legal aspect or it's the human aspect. Now with the legal aspect, I get an agent, big up my agent, he's so good, I get him to find all the tenants, okay? So pay him, you know, first month's rent or whatever the fee is to find the tenants. Serve the documents and get all the legal stuff kind of out the way. So for me, a lot of that legal stuff is handled by him and his team the ongoing legal stuff because me and him have a good relationship one I can always ask him for support and he's very good you know if he's found the tenant he's usually quite helpful even if he's not managing it but really more importantly is I'm a member of the NRLA now if you're a landlord and you're not a member you need to be look in the video notes for this or the caption um, and I will put in a referral code that I think gives you 15 quid off even if you have to pay full price, even if you had to pay double their full price, and this is me saying this, by the way, as a cheapie or tight ass, as some people say, it's still so, so worth it, right? Like, it's just, it's an incredible resource. Their legal team, if you had to spend like that money separately on legal advice, especially if things get tough with tenants, wow, you are going to be are spending a lot of money, but they are incredible. They respond so quickly. All the templates, all the information for every section, you know, every notice, every everything is there and exactly how to do it. So it's a pretty incredible resource. So for me, that legal aspect is pretty much covered. Um, and there's also people in my network who I know I could ask as well if I didn't have it covered. So for me, that's not a concern at all. And um, as long as the tenancy served correctly and things are done right, well, it doesn't matter. We're fucked as landlords anyway. We're so unprotected, you know, and now this breathing space bullshit is coming in, you know. So, yeah, serve it correctly, obviously, in case you need to do an eviction or things like that. But for me, I find the hardest element, or maybe the one that scares people the most, is that people element. Because they're so protected, you know, you can't necessarily always be so direct or, you know... Say what you really want to say, because if they start paying rent, you're going to be out of pocket for a year, probably, if you try and evict them. Um, and yeah, you can give them a CCJ, but some people don't care. They're lowlifes, right? So it's kind of a tricky period, right? Because you're like, well, shit, you know, how am I supposed to manage this effectively when we have no leeway or we have no control or no leverage or anything? I think what we have to, and a lot of tenants know this. I think what we have to do in that scenario and also what it forces us to do is focus more on the humanity, on that human to human connection, relationship and flexibility and understanding. You know, in Corona, as soon as it hit, and once we kind of knew what was happening, job losses, things like that, I text all my tenants, hey, you know, obviously this is happening. What do you predict? You know, any indication from your workplace? What do you think is going to happen? You know, it, it kind of led to the point where I was, you know, in discussion, i was basically saying, look, it sounds like everything is all good and you, you work in sectors which aren't that affected. If things do change, please let me know. Don't feel like you can't talk to me. Don't just stop, you know, paying rent or anything crazy like that. Talk to me. You know, I am understanding within reason. Let's see how we can work this out. Just doing that, for me, even if, you know, I mean, none of them needed any sort of break or anything. I think one maybe paid a few days late, but that was more to a banking issue than, um, you know, Corona. I never had to do anything for it, but I know just the act of me offering it and genuinely, I would carry through with it, has left such an impact with them, right? And also some of them have said that, like, wow, that's wow, most landlords just, you know, whatever. And I even look at landlords that I know and I'm used to and I even have, and I just think, Y'all are shit. Not you. And not really. People in this community, people who are watching this, I think we tend to get it a little bit more, maybe. But there's definitely an abundance of landlords who not abundance. There's definitely some landlords, minority, who are not very good. But if you read the Daily Mail, oh well then it's every single landlord and his Porsche and his, you know, and his ten bedroom bloody mansion house in the countryside, living off these slum tenants and all this. So, for me, managing tenants that far away comes down to a few key things. One is communication slash relationship. Am I communicating clearly with them? Do they know what's acceptable and what's not? Do they know how to approach me and that I am approachable? you know do they know that they can report an issue to me and I'm not going to say, mm, deal with it I'm going to say, "Ah oh, shit okay let me let me sort this that's the big thing is that understanding and communication. And also knowing you're flexible. Hey, can I paint the room? You know, can I paint my bedroom? You know, yes. You know, recently got a text from a tenant saying that. And I kind of worded in there subtly like, okay, well, how long are you planning on staying for? I said, look, end of tenancy has to be gone. They said, we're planning on staying as long as you will have us. And I said, well, happy days. Stay as long as you like, it's your home. You know, within reason, make it your home. Um, And sometimes we forget maybe as entrepreneurs because we buy houses. The people who rent even if we rent, we still want it to be a home. You know, it is a home where memories are made. So we need to think about that and realise it's our house, but it's their home. Also, picking the right tenants at the start makes a huge, huge difference. Of course, anyone can change. Anyone's situations can change. But having guarantors, doing full credit checks. I don't just take the, you know, high, low risk. No, no. I want the full credit report. I need to see that. We're engaging in a contract here almost a business contract here, I need to see what you're what you're doing and what, what's outstanding, you know? You owe 10 grand to some, then how are you going to pay the rent? So it's getting it right from the start uh, and getting guarantors where appropriate. I get guarantors for everyone, basically. Um, if you're going to pay the rent, then no big deal. So for me, it's getting it right from day one, which obviously can change later. Secondly, it's, you know, do you have the right team on the ground that can react quickly and can make shit happen you know i have various individual trades i've got a few kind of core builders or maintenance you know who do a bit of everything and who are also available on call that's really important especially when they start communicating directly with tenants and the tenants know their number or they're friendly with them and there's an issue i kind of encourage them in a way to call him to call them and say hey got an issue and then text me and say hey listen we've I spoke to Craig, he's coming over XYZ. Because you can go through me if you want, but it's a bit of a middling thing. Let's organise it direct to direct. And that takes time off my hands, remember that. So I'm grateful um, for for these people. But you need to have the team where you can react quickly. You got a leak on a Friday night, which I had. Craig Big Up Yourself was out there working on it. If I didn't have the right team and also the right relationships with that team, how would my tenant be like, Tej, thank you so much, like it's Friday night. I didn't expect someone to be out here in an hour you know, fixing it, we were just going to sort of try and get rid of it and wait until the morning or where I was like, no, no, no. Like, you know, you live in this house, it's your home, you've got a baby, let's let's get this fixed now. It doesn't always happen that way. And tenants have to be understanding that Corona delays, people are busy. But having specific maintenance people, your main builder could do this, but having maintenance people is better because they're used to, oh, okay, be there an hour, you know, a kind of piece, maybe even paying a retainer. Um, So for me, I do it all from my phone. Uh, You know, I have the right teams in place and I have a good relationship with these tenants, with my tenants. That means that hopefully, you know, they communicate issues to me and they know I'm going to be understanding within reason and I will make exceptions within reason and it will win favor with them. And so if I do have to wait a few days to get someone out because it's the best we can do and I I don't trust everyone, there'll be more sort of okay with it because they know that I'm a good landlord and I'm not just chatting shit I am actually going to send someone out so communication slash relationship having the team to be able to act quickly and get it done aka specific maintenance partners for me is really really important I use a bit of a little bit of tech called use hammock like the hammock you sleep in on a beach uh and big up all the people watching me from a beach by the way uh, and it's really good at tracking things like when the gas safe is going out of date. Um, You know, if rents have come in, I've got automated systems. I say automated, it's not automated yet, where if rent is late, you get a text, you get something like this. Um, And issues are fixed quickly, you know, and and I care. So the people I send in care, they scuff a wall, they're going to cover it in paint. If they notice something, they say, Ted, have you also seen this? Right? Um, So those are my key ways to manage tenants, especially from far away. So look, don't be afraid to do it, but join the NRLA, use an agent to find the tenants. But I promise you that, you know, 10% a month extra per property in the land of lets. Listen. If you like this podcast, connect with Tej on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube for more great content.